Welcome to episode 144 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me being a man because I'm older than 40 on Twitter at SEATJK. And with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you lamenting the inexorable march of time, Chris? You can find me at CD Villasenor on Twitter. No, no, no funny rejoinder this week? Well, I'm, you know, I'm also, well, I would say that I was a man as well, but it's much more fluid than that. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Halloween is but a scant two moons nigh, and after we affirmed Snickers' crown as the king of candy last week, we're going to stick with the spooky season content, as in segment one, we'll share our top five spooky movies to put you in the spirit. In segment two, we're going to explore the king of candy state by state, with a focus in particular on the outliers. And finally, since we both celebrated October October birthdays, we're going to jump into the Merriam-Webster time traveler and explore the words that came into being along with us in the years of our respective births. Beyond the buzzer, we'll pause for dad jokes of the week before heading to the OT. We're going to break down some different types of voter cohorts, cohorts in the last few days before the U.S. election. Interact the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us via email at, at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. But before we get to that, Chris, I have to ask you, are you a dress-up-for-Halloween kind of adult? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. And uh, and I think I've probably mentioned this before, but a long time ago, I went with the hoodie, the hoodie costume. Sure. The adult hoodie costume, because I wanted to have something, I wanted to, if, if you're walking your kids around the neighborhood, it's important to have some sort of costume. Yeah. Like, you, you want to be, you want to be in the spirit of it, because you don't want to be, like, just adult person walking around so i so years and years ago i bought an optimus prime hoodie that i wear every every halloween when where i where i then make the joke that you know optimus prime should try maybe a diet diesel fuel that (laughs) well this would be the year (laughs) because you know optimus is looking a little bit round about the round about the grill area well you know he's retired (laughs) (laughs) dead He's dead. He's dead. Came back to life. Whatever. Whatever he's doing now. You know, it is. A, it's a good year to be Optimus Prime because you could actually wear the the printed mask with the, the you know the metal shield. Yeah, it it actually zips up all the way over your nose. Anyway. Oh, it's one of those deals. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So you put the you put the hood on. Yes. And it's his helmet, and then you zip up the zipper, and it goes all the way to your to the above your nose, so you look like you look like. You know, fat transformers is what I look like. <laughs> That's like every time I go into the Disney store, you know, back when we used to go places. Um, and they have like all the, the Marvel like hoodies for, for kids. Sure. And I'm so like retroactively jealous. Right? Like they'll have like the Captain America hoodie that's like, it looks like real leather straps and like it's, mold- it's there's a little bit of molding to the hood. It's like it's, it's a full it's, Halloween costume. It's so good. Like yeah. I see I see kids all the time with like the Spider-Man hoodies on and they yeah. they look great. They always look they always look awesome. Yeah, I'm so jealous. So it's funny because that's what I'm actually I'm doing that for uh, for Halloween as well. So since I have all of this hair, um, I'm going to do the Bucky Barnes and <laughs> and put the mask on and be the Winter Soldier. Right? Really nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's easy enough. That's yeah. easy. I thought maybe you'd re. I thought I thought maybe you'd waking up the uh, the x-men the wolverine costume again because you probably could do the the good hair i can pretty much always do wolverine i I mean i only need a couple of days a few a little bit of extra stubble and you know a little bit of uh, like an extra like skip one haircut and i'm i'm (laughs) i can be wolverine for those of you following along my son if he goes out will be wearing the same costume he's worn since he since second grade it's coming back 
I what is it? Him. I forget. It's the shark costume. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit. Is that right? He, just, he doesn't give. He doesn't care. He's like, he's, I just put on the costume and go collect the candy. That's the, but he's the, the, the city where I live is doing a little thing where you can come, you can drive by and get some candy. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought like 50,000 pieces of candy, which was pretty amazing. And, uh, and somebody in the neighborhood decided that, that she would take it upon herself. We, we bought some candy. We gave it to her. Okay. And she is packaging it up and kids can walk around the neighborhood and pick up a bag of candy from a couple of different places, which totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't decorate the house outside or anything, so I'm. Because yeah, you usually, yeah, you usually have a good, uh, you usually have a good setup for that. Usually, uh, or yeah, I've got spirit. some, you know, motion ghost lights. I've got, uh, yeah, just I've got like, one of those, you know, a, a six foot haggard lunging witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on the box. So just forget it, right? Just like you know, nah, I'm not doing any of that shit. <laughs> my, my mom was asking me like. Well, what do you think about the holidays? I was like, to be honest, I was looking forward to skipping it. <laughs> <laughs> See you in 2021. <laughs> Pretty much. Summer. Summer yeah. of 2021. Let's be clear what I'm seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hard baby. Oh. All right. You ready to get started? Let's do it. Segment number one. All right. In segment one, um, I, I thought we could, you know, offer our thoughts on some it's not well i want to say holiday movies but it's not holiday i mean it's it's a holiday (laughs) it's a holiday it's not the holidays right so halloween movies and i didn't really give you any structure on what that meant um i was actually curious to see where you'd take it uh Mm -hmm. you know i personally i'm not like a big horror movie person i just not not that i dislike them i just don't seek it out like it's just i can take it or leave it and generally i guess for me the payoff isn't worth it. Like I watch these horror movies for hour and a half, two hours and it gets to the end and I'm like, eh, okay. Yes. Will it, will it, will it's, you know, at this point when you're an adult, like horror movies sort of take on a different, a different meaning. Like yeah. now it's sort of like, how clever can you be? Like I'm waiting for you to sort of say, Oh, I didn't see that coming or, Oh, that was interesting. Not just regular, right? Because yeah. we've, yeah, you know, I mean, you've grown up with horror movies all your life. Like, how many ways can you slice this? Yeah, right. And so now, so now, if I if I end up falling into a a horror movie, and probably the last two horror movies I saw were um, the Jordan Peele ones, right? Sure. Yeah. Us and um, what was Get the Out one before that. Get Out. Those are probably the last two that I've sat through. I mean, I haven't. I mean, again, I don't seek it out either, but probably once every couple of months, two or three months, I will, I will, I'll come across a horror movie and I'm like, oh, people talked about this. Maybe I'll like, like I, I did that like years ago, like the Babadook, like people will, yeah. will, will talk about it so much as oh, I should go see that. I should, I should, I should just turn that on. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I've seen most of these horror movies, the Vidich. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Insidious. Right. Um, I did. I have not watched Hereditary because people have said it's great. I hated it, and I just I can't get over that. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't. I know what it's about, and I just I'm not interested. But uh. all right. So uh, I guess I'll start. Um, oh. The first one on my list, uh, Paranorman. So Paranorman is a family film from. I, you think I would have this ready, right? 2012. Um, it's about a young kid who has the ability to speak with the dead, um, and that's just introduced right off the bat. Nobody believes him, of course. Um, but he can see like every ghost in town. So every time he walks to school, he interacts, says hello to all the ghosts. He doesn't have any friends. Everybody hates him. So the ghosts are sort of his 
social structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he finds out there's a, there's a century old witch's curse on the town and it's uh, about to come manifest. And only because he's aware and ability to his ability to speak with the dead can uh, save the town from certain destruction. And uh, it's the kind of family film that's like legitimately scary. So it's a stop motion animation movie. Oh, okay. But it is, um, it's, it's great to look at. Uh, it's funny. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of good humor. Uh, and I like movies and, and I found that my list really skewed toward, um, I wanted a little bit of, you know, scariness, but, but whimsy, right? A whimsical fear. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The, uh, that's good. I mean, the, uh, what's the Ricky Gervais movie? <laughs> that's where he, can, where he sees ghosts. I definitely don't know. I don't like seek out Ricky Gervais content. <laughs> Yeah, so well, that's good. Like that's a that seems like a good uh, Halloween movie. It's great. Yeah, I highly yeah. recommend it if people haven't seen it. You want a nice, like, yeah, your kid probably needs to be six or seven minimum. Okay. Yeah. Because and even goes, then, it's going to be borderline. It's not like it's just the animation is just scary. Right. The ghosts are scary. The witch is really scary at the end. <laughs> so, spoiler alert: the witch. Well, the I told you there was a witch. You knew it was coming. <laughs> I didn't spoil anything. You don't know what happens with the witch. Yeah. So, so the thing with me is that for horror movies, there was a time in my life where you're a little kid ish between the ages of like maybe nine and 12. Okay. Where you're left to your own devices and you would turn on HBO and you would watch something way too scary. Okay. And you're like, I grew up in a house that had a lot of space in it. So like there was no one around. Like I'd be in the basement watching this scary ass movie and there was nowhere for me to like even just be paralyzed i just be paralyzed with fear <laughs> i remember these 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 days especially because, like at the home at home alone and the, like the, you start looking outside right it's dark and it's a long traverse from the basement upstairs <laughs> to where my parents were and like none of the lights are on between yeah. the tv room in the basement and the upstairs and so it's serious business. Like you're stuck. You're just stuck in this basement, like a nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid, just like shitting your pants, like over something. And the first movie I'm gonna bring up is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Now a lot of people see that long-running thing. It became kind of a comedy. It became like this whole thing about, you know, like how many goofy ways. There was a lot of eye winking toward the as it went on. But mm-hmm. people don't remember how absolutely frightening that first nightmare on elm street movie is it is it f you up when you're 10 years old and you watch that i had a hard time with it it's so scary it's so wildly scary and then johnny depp gets killed but you know these are the these are the um these are uh these are the things you you sit around waiting for yeah i remember my mom specifically like finding and i can't remember freddie's name now um in real life uh robert England. Thank you. Like she made a point to like find me a video to watch of Robert England without the makeup on. She's like, "Look, it's not real." She's like, "Look at this guy. It's, that's him." Like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, that that first that first movie is wildly frightening. It's pretty especially scary. to a to, to a young kid. All right. Well, my next one is um very similar to my first one in the sense that it's Coraline. And I don't know if you've seen Coraline. Uh, another stop motion animation movie, spooky. Um Again, creepy, right? The right amount of creepy for like the younger set. Uh, you know, a 2014 movie. Um, if for anybody that doesn't know, it's a movie where a girl moves to a new creepy house. Uh, she discovers a secret door. Behind that door, there's like an alternate world where she meets her other mother 
and that she's allowed to like do whatever she wants. But of course, that's it's a Faustian bargain, and, and all kinds of bad stuff happens to her, and she has to uh, escape. <laughs> she got have you seen Coraline? I've seen. I have not seen it all the way through because okay. I, I think it just sort of. I think it when it was running on cable, I would just sort of pop in. Yeah, it's not really for me. I mean, it's See, something something I would watch on my own. Well, see, that's the thing is like these are two movies. Both these movies that I mentioned are like movies. So my older daughter has long been into the macabre and and more interested in like scary stuff. So Mm -hmm. anytime she wanted to watch either of those movies, my first reaction. Yeah, that's fine. Like I have no pushback on on these two movies. So that's why they make my list. Holiday fun for the whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are not. Again, my, mine are mine are. I was a paralyzed ten year old boy in a in a in a basement in Illinois. The second one that I'm going to bring up is that this is this is a this is an HBO classic for for people of a certain age, like my age. The Thing, starring Kurt Russell. Okay, I don't know that I've ever actually seen this movie. You've like, I'm aware. I know what it is. There's a there's a there's a more recent remake of it that okay. has Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. Um, and it's actually pretty good too, but but the original thing it's a John Carpenter movie. I mean, it's just it's it's great. It's Kurt Russell being like badass. Okay. But there's obviously if you if you're not familiar with the uh, with the story about the thing, it you don't know it's it's an alien of some kind, but it's it mimics people, so you don't right. know who, okay. you, you never know who the thing is. I always confuse this movie with what's the one with Damian Lewis. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'll figure it out. Anyway, tell me more about the probably thing. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably in the same movie. It's but it's just it's, so they these, this team they're in Antarctica and they're they they've discovered something like they just recently did in Antarctica again. Like they were drilling like two miles below the ice and they brought up like bacteria that hasn't been seen on planet Earth for like why can't they find Captain years. America? <laughs> it's like it's like don't. Don't leave the bacteria under the ice, please. Don't bring that out. Yeah. But the, um, but yeah, they just, and they discover something. And then all of a sudden things start happening. People start getting killed. People start going missing. I don't, you're the thing. No, you're the thing. And then all of a sudden it's, you know. Yes. Okay. So I always confuse it with, um, because I know the concept, but I've never seen the original movie. I always confuse it with Dreamcatcher, which is a Stephen King book. Okay. And it's like where they're in that blizzard um in, in the hunting trip in the main woods in my head they're scientists in like antarctica i've really <laughs> conflated like the plot the plots of these movies um and then that's an alien movie the the dream catcher fair enough yeah all right uh next on my list i have um a more traditional sort of horror movie but one that i think is very apropos for the season is jeepers creepers one of my only like one of the only monster movies i really really enjoy i think that monster is fucking terrifying um yes. and that's a big part of it in a way that like legitimately Stuck with me. And I like the sequel as well. So if you're up for like a Jeepers Creepers marathon, we can watch them back to back and just, you know, wait for that thing to come eat our eyes out of our head. (laughs) (laughs) A two for Jeepers Creepers? I I probably haven't watched Jeepers Creepers since it probably like freshly came out. I don't have a lot to say about it. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's just, it's a scary monster. And it just, (laughs) the way they set it up and it's, you know, it's like a, um, a generational thing, like a thing yeah. only wakes up every, you know, 47 years or whatever it is, <laughs> to, to right? Feed, to feed yeah. on teenagers. Yes, exactly. The uh, This isn't on my list, but there's a, uh, and I may have mentioned it before, it seems familiar, but the, the, the monster movie that effed me up the most, there's this movie called Prophecy. Okay. Where there's like, there's like, 
like this. It stars Talia Shire. You know, it's like, this is it. This is like Sounds 1980, great. like 1980. 1979, this movie came out the year I was born. 1979. Okay. Anyway, there's this There's this logging company that's oh, poor. Armando Sante. Armando Sante as a Native American, by the <laughs> great, way. Great, great. Um, uh, and, and there's this absolutely frightening mutant bear that's killing everybody and when i and again i don't know why after three years before this where they took me to jaws and i freaked (laughs) out for an entire summer they took me to this movie and i freaked out for another like entire month where this fucking mutant bear is like killing people and at one point, like, they get across this river or lake, and then the bear goes into the lake, and you can see the bubbles coming toward you, and they're like, oh, that shit, that bear's coming out. You know, this, and, then, like, and it messes me. It messed me up forever. It, just, it screwed me up. But that's not on your list. I had to hear all about that. What's actually on the list? <laughs> <laughs> the, well, so you thought yeah. there was going to be a bear in the water, too, with the shark? Yes, there's a shark <laughs> and, a, and a mutant bear in the water. Like, you can't go. No, no body of water is safe. No, uh, Alien. Alien. Okay. It was, it was again, part that. put of you that. in the Halloween spirit, though? The, it's fri- It's a horror movie of... Yeah, okay. I think, I think that's, the, that's the thing about it, right? Like, a lot of people don't see... You know, people, like, see... I'm it. holding your choices to my criteria, don't you yes. understand? <laughs> it's not a Halloween movie, but it's definitely a horror movie. Yes. And, it, and it's definitely one that, that, that white-knuckled me. I remember, I think I watched Alien by myself. Like the very first time, like he's just sitting in the basement. It's like, oh, this alien. This is, hey, this sounds pretty good. I like space movies. I like Star Wars. <laughs> I think I'll watch this alien movie. <laughs> Followed by me shitting my pants for two hours. Yeah, I bet. It's it's definitely scary. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we hit the buzzer. So my last two um, are, are, are obvious classics. Uh, again, I, I'm looking for things to put me in the spirit. So I, I have Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters and uh, E.T. That's my last two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for Ghostbusters and E.T. pretty much anytime. Yeah, E.T. is, I guess E.T. is. E.T. is literally a Halloween movie. (laughs) Takes place during Halloween. All right. So, you know, since you're the stop motion animation guy, break the tie. (laughs) Nightmare Before (laughs) Night. uh, No. uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is a Halloween movie? It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. You could watch it now and it wouldn't feel wrong. It's actually, I think we talked about this not too long ago. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's an <laughs> ideal movie to put on right around Thanksgiving. It's halfway in between. Yeah, because you get a little taste of Halloween in the beginning, but that's really the only time that comes up. Mm-hmm. And then once they've moved on from that, um, it's all—it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. All right. What else? What else you got on your list before we move on? I have uh, The Exorcist. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> really a great like a, a good time over at your house. No, watching the again, movies. again, this is this is what I mean. These are the movies that scare the crap out of me still. And okay, Carrie, Carrie. Oh yeah, where she just totally like murders the greatest American hero who totally deserved it. <laughs> and the Omen. Okay. Do you remember the? Do you, you're probably too the young omen. for yeah. the Omen. But no, I, mean, I know the Omen. But the Omen, like just thinking about like. The son of Satan, like you yeah, know, like the Antichrist for again for a nine year old kid is just brutal. Like why what, why weren't my parents watching me closer? Why weren't they why weren't they why weren't they monitoring the things I was watching? Aren't you the youngest child? Yes, that's why <laughs> they didn't care. No, it's, like, it's over at that point. It's like why hasn't Chris slept in three days? He's yeah, he'll God, be fine. Don't worry. Watch the goddamn Omen because you, know, well, you guys weren't looking. 
I had a couple others, just uh, honorable mention. Um, yeah. Just and I'm just gonna say Halloween because anybody who's out there screaming it at us. Is <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> um, I, I I had Get Out on my list. Uh, it's not really a Halloween movie, um, but it is the right kind of tone. Uh, I I'm gonna ride for the Village. I think the Village is an ideal Halloween movie. Like it's not a great movie, but if you want to watch something that's got sort of the right tonal feeling for the fall mm-hmm. and for you know the season i i enjoy the village plus this the the twist in the village works well for uh you know the kind of movie i'm talking about yeah 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 um and then i i also have uh, the mummy because i thought the mummy is, is just <laughs> it's, it's, it's great it's great fun it's a good as a halloween movie well, Interesting. I, I didn't say it was halloween it was, was it's rachel vice we know what the, we know yeah. what's going on it's here. all right let me, it let was me, a, it was a, it was a like a you know a, an important moment for me. <laughs> Let me throw in my honorable mentions. The non-mutant bear category of honorable mentions. <laughs> okay. Number one, Sinister, which yes. I think is a great scary movie and probably the last movie that actually scared me. Well, what's Darth Maul doing? Blah, 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 blah. What's his name? Blah, 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 And I also like the let the right one in, let me in. Uh cute teenage girl vampire movies okay I, yeah. I, and i've watched them both i watched the one from from sweden and then i watched the american one i think they're both very good all right well that's great on to segment number two all right in segment two we're going to be revisiting um our obsession with chocolate bars <laughs> no in this case <laughs> it's uh just all kinds of candy actually so have a map and i mean Full disclosure and disclaimer, this map is brought to you by Barstool Sports, so it's suspect. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's based on social media, Walmart, and Target, whatever that means. Unofficial. Yeah. Unof- <laughs> I don't know what that means. What's the official favorite movie candy by state? Where do you know. find the official one? I don't know. Portnoy went to all these states and <laughs> ate one piece of candy in each state and then decided which one was the best one. All right, well, uh, I guess the, the way to do this, because we're not going to do all 50. I mean, some are, I think, very boring. Um, you know, here in Washington State, we're Reese's Pieces. Um, Reese's Pieces? <laughs> <laughs> the first one that stands out to me that just that cracked me up was that Utah's favorite candy is uh, Necco Wafers. <laughs> no, no, it's not. What's the last time you even, I didn't, can you even buy a Necco Wafer? In this, in this, I mean, if I told you to go out and buy a Necco wafer, could you actually buy them? Is there more disappointing candy? Is it even, does it even, does it even count as candy? It's, it tastes like medicine. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't know. I don't know. It's, so in the bad taste, like, Idaho and Texas are black licorice. Yeah. And I can't think of anything I'd rather eat less, want to eat less than black licorice. Like, it's, do you enjoy the taste of black licorice? No, it's just like someone has it and you're like, oh, all right, I guess. And no. then you have a couple and you get used to it. Black licorice, if you're eating it, it's it's a little bit like drinking straight liquor. Right. Like, Even, yeah. You're not really like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, even when, even when, like, some fancy ass chef puts, like, star anise start anise in their dish and you're like what the hell that's like black licorice i don't i'm not interested i'm not interested in your black licorice taste pass all right next on this the outliers for me i thought it was interesting that both alaska and hawaii 
uh, are all for the wax bottles. <laughs> this, that can't be right. I mean, they were just, they got down to the bottom of the list, like on the 50 states, and they're like, oh, God. We forgot. Wax bottles. Wax. What? No. Do, do, you, do you think that everyone knows what wax bottles are? Does everyone had them? I don't. Do they exist still? I don't. That's why. That's why this is dubious. But <laughs> but yes, wax bottles were like are these literal wax bottles that have yes. a little bit of flavor in them, and you're supposed to chew them. Some kind of sugar juice, and then you get this big wad of wax in your mouth that you can chew on for a while. You're supposed you to put the whole out. thing in your mouth. Oh yeah. I used to just bite the top off and drink the sugar no, water no, inside. You're supposed to. You're supposed to <laughs> chew the wax like like no. a chalk. Yuck. Yuck. That's like the wax lips that you get for Halloween. <laughs> It's like, what is this? Chew Just this. Chew. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Those, exactly. It's disgusting. Now, this here's what also makes this list, like, again, dubious. Because Illinois and subsequently Kansas are their their, their favorite movie candy is is sixlets. And I, I grew up in Illinois twenty years. I've never think I've eaten a single sixlet. In my entire life. I don't even know what sixlets are. Sixlets are like a a tiny wafer ball. I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's not like, it's not as dense as a Whopper. Like it's, oh God. All right. Chocolate. Nobody's eating sixlets. So sixlets are Canadian candy, first of all. Oh, yeah. And the only time I've ever eaten them in my life is at Halloween, which is one of the reasons that I I, I grabbed this because I know that, that whatever it's favorite movie candy, whatever you put me on blast. I was just I was blowing right past that on <laughs> stick with our theme, but it's fine. Yes, it's favorite movie candy specifically. But yes, I think that's bullshit because the only time I've ever had six lists is at Halloween, and they come in those little packages. I think you get like maybe nine. You should get six, but I think they come in packages of nine. Um, but so it's. It's candy coated chocolate fa- chocolate flavored uh, malt. Like it's got it, it's not actually malt though. It's like a malted taste because the chocolate center it's is weird. like so. It's like it's like it's it's like candy coated whoppers instead of chocolate covered whoppers. They're yes, but they're not actually malt, so they're not dense. Like they break apart like uh, like a mini egg a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly, God, I don't recall have ever eating sixlets in my entire life, and it. So, I've definitely had sixlets many times. No, I, I don't know. Good and Plenty also falls in that sort of gross licorice category. I actually kind of like Good and Plenty. <laughs> There's something like if you wrap the gross licorice in something else, I think I can. I'm more down in with it. More medicine. I mean, they they even look like medicine. They it even does look, look like Doctor Mario. Good and Plenty. <laughs> <laughs> they look like Tylenol. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Good and Plenty popular in Oregon and Michigan. Yeah. Anywhere else that Good and Plenty shows up, I don't see it anywhere else. No, weird. All right. Some other weird ones in uh, Massachusetts. We've got circus peanuts, which I thought everyone hated. Oh, my God. Those things are disgusting. <laughs> it's like they're just <laughs> shitty marshmallows that you just, that are even worse somehow. I don't, yeah. Nobody is, I can't imagine anyone liking those. <laughs> in, in, in Connecticut, we have just raisins. 
It's just the whitest. All the white people are in can are in Connecticut, right? Eating, just, just eating raisins. Just eating raisins. Like at yeah. least, I mean, at least Oklahoma has the sense to have raisinets, right? The chocolate covered. Yeah, that's fine. That's right. fine. I can respect that. But raisins, but, yeah. I mean, it's. I guess it's the it's nature's candy. Do you remember? You don't remember the the goobers and raisinets uh, ad that used to run when I was a, when I was a kid? They used to have a raisinets and goobers ad. So ra- you're talking about raisins versus peanuts here? Yeah. So the 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 because they were made by the same people, right? Okay. So, so they had a they had a jingle. It was goobers, raisinets, chocolate covered treats, raisinets and goobers are mighty good to eat. And the, okay. That was it. It was just that was it. That would just run and then. But I remember when I was a kid, when they said chocolate covered treats, for some odd reason I thought they said cheese. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out why people were eating chocolate covered cheese. That's what kind of cheese? <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> I need chocolate. more information. It was Goober's Raisinets and chocolate covered cheese. I'm like, wh- who's eating this? I don't know. What differentiates a Goober from a peanut M&M? Um, there's no candy shell. Oh, it's just chocolate? Yeah, yeah. It's just chocolate. Oh. Just chocolate. Also melting in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> so the M and M's people are like, "Hey, man, that goober, that's bullshit." You know, right? <laughs> you got to put a candy, a thin candy shell. By the way, I think everyone's uncle lives in, um, looks to be like Maryland, because is it, that Werther's original? Don't sleep on North Carolina, also Werther's original. <laughs> All your uncle also lives there. Here's your a uncle. hot one from your from your uncle's <laughs> jacket pocket. <laughs> Here, would you rather have? A, you. Would you rather have a Werther's original? A Brock's caramel or a uh, butterscotch disc. Ooh. If someone said you could have one of the three right now, which one would you choose? I think I would take the Werther's. Yeah, I think so. Maybe the but. <sighs> no, the Werther's because the Werther's have a little bit of best of both worlds there. Yeah, that Brock's caramel—that's not edible. You <laughs> <That thing laughs> can't eat that shit. That's just glue. <laughs> that thing is yanking your. That thing is absolutely oh. yanking your uh, your your fillings out. But have you ever had a filling yanked out of your mouth? No, because I 100% have had that happen to me with a For, with a Brock's. Caramel? No, it was actually just Skittles. Oh, <laughs> like and then like do you feel like the rush of air into your into the uh uh-huh, and then the, when I and then the crunch when I bit down on it again and, and then and, spit and, a bunch of metal onto my bed and then the pain and yeah then, and followed by the pain yes. The, uh, God, this is, again, I, I grew up in this funny transition time, like when you grow, when you're a little kid in the 70s, because we still had five and dimes. Right. right. Yeah. And the five, like, so there were two in my, in my town. There was Rushton's, owned by the Rushton family, and Bremer's, owned by the Bremer family. Opposites and Germans <laughs> taking over. <laughs> Opposite sides of the square. By the way, I grew up in a nice. town that had a square. Penny Candies. And the Rushtons had Brock's caramels in the penny candy okay. pile, which I would get a nickel's worth when we were hanging out. And I would, I'd love myself some uh, Brock's caramel. Okay. I thought that was going somewhere fun. No, just old, <laughs> just, 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 just old, just olden times. All right. Back old times. Yeah. Uh, a couple others again, especially if you switch it to the, back to the theme that this is movie candy. Um, we've got, candy corn in vermont and iowa i mean iowa i guess it makes sense but this seems again this makes it seem rigged like oh well let's make some kind of corn joke about iowa <laughs> and then of course somehow wisconsin's is craft cheese slices yeah because like, yes because the favorite movie candy <laughs> it's the can it's the candy of cheese <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it 
I love some Kraft cheese slices. Especially, you take the Kraft cheese square and you fold it like three times. So you get the, you know, you get eight pieces, eight little slices that you can uh, enjoy. Then you put them on your your townhouse cookies. (laughs) Or your townhouse crackers, I mean. Not cookies. Yeah. Because you can't eat a townhouse cracker without any topping on it. How come? How come? How come Minnesota's down with the almond joy? Why? Why do the people in Minnesota? You wouldn't think they were down with with coconut. I think they just uh, yeah they want to get a little taste of vacation. You know they got that harsh winter. <laughs> feel like they're on vacation. Have some almond joy. They want a taste of the tropics. Yeah, exactly. Hawaii should be the place where people love some almond joy. Yeah, you don't need it out there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not. This is not necessary. You can have an actual coconut. It should just be part of the. It should just be part of your diet. Sure. The last one I want to mention: North Dakota baked beans. Baked <laughs> beans. So at the whether you're at the movies or it's Halloween, I don't know what's happening. You imagine you go to somebody's door and this old woman just like spoons a big like glob of baked beans into your bag. Yeah, and if you're lucky, you get the big piece of fat in there. The big the the pork and bean fat. Did you at least put some hot dogs in it. <laughs> The uh, wasn't there a candy called like baked beans, Boston baked beans, or something yes. like that? So maybe that's what this, that actually is supposed to mean. No, I don't. But um, those are, are also gross. They're by like the way. sugar babies, like sure, Boston but gross, be- but grosser, but grosser. <laughs> yeah, because it tastes like beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. All right, Whoppers. Any other thoughts on the candy map? Whoppers is the best movie candy. Because, Why? Because you can suck on them. Yes, because they're yeah. yeah, and then yeah, exactly. They're 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 not so immediate. And then uh, also, and if back in the day, like back like six months ago, eight months ago, where if you go to a, your theater has the bulk candy thing, mm-hmm. and you you get like some Swedish fish and some Sour Patch Kids, and you put them yeah. in the same bag and you shake them around, and then uh, you eat those. So those are that's a that's a nice combo. Yeah, I'm just going to bring some corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> just just ruining the movie. Just chopping away on some corn nuts. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm, good. I'm in the age now where I'd rather have like some cured meats. I don't really want candy. <laughs> well, give me some beef sticks. You got some beef sticks? Maybe a Coke? That sounds good. Back back when I used to go, live near the Oak Tree Cinema. Yeah, on, me uh, too. On Aurora. the uh, It had Larry's Market next to it. Sure. So I would get, actually, I would just get a pint of ice cream and put it in my coat. And nice. take and then take that into the movie theater with me. And it was eat, always amazing and, to me that I'd eat a pint of ice cream. Sure, I mean it was always amazing to me that that that, that existed that way because I I never went to the oak tree while the Larrys were there and didn't go to and didn't go to the Larrys first. It was like, hey, we have to leave early enough to make sure we have time to stop at the Larrys. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah. I ain't buying that expensive ass theater Hell candy. No. No. I'm going to sneak some in. Even in the summertime, you're like wearing a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 85 yeah. degrees outside. You're wearing a jacket. It's cold in the theater. Well, that's especially, true. especially with ice cream in my coat. Yeah, I mean, I was, I had, a, I went through a bit of a shoplifting phase. <laughs> my mom, like, why are you wearing that coat to the mall? It's like seventy-five degrees outside. I'm cold <laughs> and a criminal. <laughs> yeah, well, I got caught, but only for like the petty stuff. Never anything important that actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, high stories on another episode of the Two on Three right. podcast. Let's not, go to segment three. Not that eighty-three Mustang you took. <laughs> no, no Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> All right, in segment three. Speaking of our past, um, I, I became aware recently of the uh, Merriam-Webster time traveler 
and it allows you to go to their website and punch in any year and it gives you a list an alphabetized list of all of the words that were first appeared at, sorry first appeared in print in that year and chris and i both like as i mentioned at the top of the show celebrated our birthdays in this month of october so i thought for uh, our birthday sort of segment and as you know as we wrapped up our our october um I don't know, look back, we could uh, talk about some of the, the more interesting words that entered the lexicon in the years that we were born. Yes, we're you both... you have one to start? We're both one year past... We're pedestrian year past our milestone years, right? No. Correct. Yeah. Like, we talked about a couple weeks ago. I was like, well, just, you're just in your so, in your 40s, in your 50s. It's no longer fun. So, just... so 1969. <laughs> so long ago. Dude, <laughs> dude, when you tell people you were born in the 60s and people think you're like... Like, why aren't you dead? <laughs> but I have some, I, I'm not really sure about this particular thing because it can't be right. Okay. Video cassette and video cassette recorder show up in 1969. Well, actually, this... the first time it's ever exist exists. That makes more. That makes sense. In 1969, they had video cassette and video cassette recorder. Like, well, I don't think Merriam-Webster is lying to us. I don't know. It just seems like, <laughs> what? I don't get it. And and here's one that, like, point guard. Point guard didn't exist before 1969? The term well, point the guard? Well, the NBA didn't exist until the 60s. Like, as a, like, no, when, they've been the, playing, when was they've the been, merger? They've been playing basketball since forever. There's, they haven't, there, was no, there were no point guards in basketball before somebody coined the phrase in 1969? It seems. I mean, I don't know. So what? The, the, the league was founded in like 46 something like that and then the ABA merger was well in the uh, 70s but the yeah. but they've been I mean the Celtics won every NBA championship in the 60s like there's no point guards I mean the the term point guard shows up in 1969 I find that to be odd why are you out here calling the dictionary fake news <laughs> I'm not calling it <laughs> fake news it just seems strange to me that's okay. all that's all. Well, did you? Was there anything you saw that you liked? You were like, "Yeah, this is this is me." Suits like <laughs> anything that stood out to you. The um, let's see, anticlimidial showed. <laughs> that one really spoke to me. Uh, well, you got to live your whole life with appropriate drugs for your lifestyle. So good job for you. Thank you. Um, I had uh. Oh, where did it go? What, what a terrible job. Um, first world problem was the first one that stood out for me. <laughs> so 1979. First world problem. Interesting. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't become a meme for another, you know, 25 years. Right. Took a while. Mm-hmm. What else on your list? Um, we've got, uh, well, yeah, I guess Meister. Meister. So, yeah, so Meister. And it is the way you think of Meister. Like... Like if you click on the definition of Meister, it says one who is knowledge about knowledgeable about something specific, often used in a combination like puzzle Meister. Haven't the Germans been using the term Meister for a while? This is English. <laughs> <laughs> it jumped. It finally jumped over in 1979. Someone decided someone would be called Meister. I guess. Okay. Look, I didn't look into the etymology. All right. Do you want me to find out about where where, where Meister came from? Yeah, no. But um, <laughs> in 1969, Bollywood, the term Bollywood showed up. I, that, again, that, it seems, that seems early for Bollywood, but again. It seems early? Yeah. When is, uh, when is the, the Indian War, when's the revolution? 
I don't know, but did... I'm actually old enough to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was totally down with Gandhi. Um, no, I don't know. ATV shows up in 1969. We had some ATVs. I don't know. The, remember the old three? Remember the old yeah, the, the death the, machine, the, the big bubble tired three wheelers. Yes. Have you ever seen the picture of Andre the Giant riding one of those bubble wheeled three wheelers? No, that sounds <laughs> it's, funny. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it seems like it's not going to hold up. It's a uh, yeah. Maybe it's because of the big, the big, uh, the big tires helps. Perhaps it is. It is. Uh, it, it, those are just. They'll, they'll kill you. <laughs> the three the three wheeler is just the fastest way to hurt yourself. <laughs> it's the, the the key outdoor vehicle for getting injured and maybe breaking your neck. Yeah, yeah. Sport utility vehicle also shows up in 1969. Yeah, yeah. Does that does that the pieces just don't? Maybe maybe someone was maybe there was a futurist living in 1970. Maybe maybe the people at Modern Science magazine were were. Way I mean, you were born. Like in the middle of the space race, the end of the space race, sport, there's a lot going on. Utility vehicle, though. I mean, when did I mean, even even we didn't even have SUVs in this in this lifetime until what? The first Explorer was. Well, I mean, when the Ford Bronco was in the 70s, right? Did they, That's a sport utility vehicle. But did they, they didn't call it a sport utility vehicle. Somebody probably did. They probably just didn't market it that way. No. I mean, uh, on my list, T and A. <laughs> that's been around a lot longer than 1979 that. Uh, well that's when it's first written down somebody decided it's acceptable to write about it tna i also have split fingered fastball oh innovations in the on the pitching mound who's the first split finger fastball guy oh I don't, that's not a good question for me right now <laughs> i'm not ready for that after after watching after watching that horrible world series game what, in what way was it horrible? Just pulling Snell. Oh, the decision. Oh, my yes. God. Well, just, yeah. You just want to yell the television. Um, the, oh, here you go. The modern splitter is often credited to baseball coach Fred Martin, who threw the pitch in the minor leagues as a changeup of sorts when a young Bruce Suter returned from surgery Bruce, to find his fastball yes. had lost velocity. Bruce Suter. Martin taught Suter the pitch. Yeah. Invented in the 70s. So this is this is also a, 19, a dubious 1969 thing. Kla, Klashnikov. Now the the AK-47 was 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 created in 1947. So how did Kalashnikov show up in 1969 as a as something as a word that was that was used? I guess maybe, maybe it wasn't English. used as a noun until later in the. I don't know. Yeah. Just, Are you gonna if you're gonna continue to call these into question? I'm gonna demand that you have done some research <laughs> no, to find out just, why not, you believe I'm, them. I'm to just, be I just find it. I just find it to be odd. That's all. Okay. Well, my next one is food court. Food court was a really important part of my uh, my youth. <laughs> the food court. Yeah, you know the funny part about the food court at White Oaks Mall in Springfield, Illinois, where I used to hang out as a kid. Okay. Is that we had. Like a Chick-fil-A. And, a, and the Chick-fil-A, when I was a kid, was just like this place that had like really expensive chicken sandwiches that nobody wanted to eat. And every now and again, they'd make the, the one of the people stand out there with like chopped up pieces of chicken with a, with a you know toothpick in it so you could try sure. their delicious chicken. So as kids, you'd walk by like two or three times and just get like a piece of this chicken on, the, on a toothpick. And then we'd never ate it. I never ate it. 
Almost never. <laughs> Not once. No. You know, we'd, we're more interested in like going to the tomorrow <laughs> or the or the McDonald's or whatever. And then you turn, you know, turn around and you know, 2015 they open a Chick-fil-A in Bellevue. You can't even get it snarls up the traffic for like 17 blocks in every direction. I don't get it. What's It's going? not it's not special. It's, I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry if you love Chick-fil-A. It's fine. It's just it's not special. Yeah, I don't know. It just I don't know what happened. Bubblegum shows up in 1969. That's what? The thief? Hasn't Bazooka Joe been around for like 400 years? <laughs> yeah, they keep running the same four comic strips inside the Bazooka Joe <laughs> comic. <laughs> There's only like four. Four. They actually have just four cartoons. Can you imagine if you were the guy who had to come up with the Bazooka Joe cartoons, man? That guy quit trying. Like in 1943, like they, he he did it for a year and said, "I, I made." 20 of these isn't that enough can we just use the same 20 like don't make me now? bring up the family circus man <laughs> not again i don't want to talk about the family circus again that guy that guy lives what's his name bill keen bill keen lives in like the biggest mansion ever yeah because if everyone will carry your comic that sucks then you know, <laughs> you're, you're doing all right that, that dude um i don't know what ruthafordium is but apparently it showed up click on no, it because it'll give you the definition i don't want to know I'm just, you don't want to know? No, you're just going to bring it up? I'm just going to bring okay. it up because I don't know what Ruthafordium is. Well, I can't do that. You can't do uh-huh. that to me. You just, you just keep... We just, just walk past it. I can't. You can't do that. <laughs> I can't do it. It's not even fun. It's not, it's not even fun. I should have left it alone. A short-lived radioactive element that is produced artificially. Hey, local area network shows up in 1969. There you go. I have a couple specific for getting older here. Uh, Ranitidine, which is a was a, was a popular... Heartburn medicine that now has been found to cause cancer if you take it long <laughs> enough. Um, and uh, prostate-specific antigen. Wow. So, some really good, uh, <laughs> some good, you know, drugs for fighting off the yeah. father time. In 1969, we gave you DUI. DUI? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so there you have it. It was just legal to drive a drunk before that? <laughs> just, maybe they just came up with the they just came up with the, the, the fun acronym. Well, I remember it, used to, it felt like for a while there was DWI, right? There was driving while intoxicated, uh-huh. which was specific to alcohol, and then DUI was like... Under the influence. I don't know, you know, reefer madness, maybe? <laughs> maybe. They needed a special... In 69, they're like, hey, man, this guy's driving stone, and there's no law against that. <laughs> yes. We have to <laughs> yeah. broaden it. Now it's under the influence, just not intoxicated. All right, well, that's it for our regular segments, and you know what time this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! (laughs) Dad jokes of the week. Woo! Wow, I let you, like, over the years, you have, like, my transition was always the same, and now I used yours after all this time. I was like, you know what that means. I've said it for every episode for years. Yeah. And then you always say, and you know what time this is. And now I just said that. I don't know. It really, I, I'm having a, we're kind of, a bit of a moment here with that. It's cross-pollinating. I'm cross-pollinating you. I don't like it. <laughs> Be your own man. Uh, yeah. Why do skeletons refuse to eat haggis? They don't have the stomach for it. Mm. But haggis is already in a stomach. Yeah, but they can't make it because they don't have the stomach. <laughs> okay. Doctor, why is my cat so afraid of trees? Don't worry, sir. It's just the bark. (laughs) 
What is the most educated type of animal? I think this one everybody knows this one. Fish. They swim in yes. schools. Yeah. What kind of band plays snappy music? A rubber band. <laughs> All right. And these last three I actually kind of like for the first time in quite a while. You'll never guess who I bumped into on the way back from my surgery. Everyone. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. I like it. What is Dracula's favorite circus act? He always goes straight to the juggler. <laughs> that's my old... That's my... Uh, that's my... If you get in a fight at the uh, Cirque du Soleil, you go straight for the juggler. <laughs> okay. Well, these are getting to be in the season here, in the spirit of the last few days. So next week when we do Dad Jokes of the Week, there'll be some overlap. We'll probably get some more Halloween-themed jokes, it. even though... The, so then you can watch Nightmare Before Christmas, because it'll be before, <laughs> after... You'll be ready for it. Before, yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, shout out to the people who don't know what the opposite of in is. <laughs> uh, I like that one. It's really good. That's a good one. That is, that's a good one. Yeah. I just like, you could say that on stage. I think that would be a great way to come on stage when you're like introduced to yes. like, it's a Tony Stark thing. Right. Right. Yes. Hey, hey, all right. Shout out to the people that don't know that the opposite of in is. <laughs> That's funny. All right. I'm, I'm stuck in, I'm still stuck in making kitchen jokes. <laughs> so you've been in the house too long. Yeah, probably. What's the best pan to make sushi in? Japan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yes. That's it. That's all I have. All right. Let's go to the overtime. Overtime. All right. In the overtime, we have, um, well, what? One, <laughs> two, three, four, five days? Yeah, yeah. Find out I the mean, fate of the free world. <laughs> you know, they. I kind well. I guess it would be unfair, but you know they have counted up like sixty million votes already, right? What's the what's yes. the latest tally? I guess you wouldn't want to unduly influence people by telling people who's winning. You know what I mean? Like, I guess you should unveil it, but somebody must know. Somebody in the world must know how these how these votes are shaken out. It depends on the well. So they know a lot about party affiliation, right? And like, if you're registered as a as part of the party, they know if you voted because right. you have a preference. It's mm-hmm. registered in your voter registration. So there's you can extrapolate it, right? Um, but in many states, in fact, uh, there has been lawsuits over this in the last couple of months mm-hmm. about whether or not states that expect a large influx of mail-in voting due to the pandemic could start counting in advance. And then, of course, the Supreme Court. Of that state said no for some reason. I mean, well, they count. You know, they more. count ours. I mean, I looked. I looked. I looked my ballot up the other day, and it said your vote has been. Your ballot has been counted. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're not fucking around. <laughs> like, we're just doing. We're voting. We in our state, thankfully, we're not the kind of place where we want to make it difficult. Oh. We would like people to vote here. Yeah. That's that's what we want to have happen. And and we have a mature mail-in voting system that has. We been, do, but it really hasn't been going on for. It's only been since twenty. No, well, yeah. that's, a, that's almost a decade. That's a, <laughs> okay, fine. But I'm just saying, compared to like much of the rest of the country, well, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of states are trying to like slap something together since True. April, which obviously causes a lot of problems. I mean, it's it's the right thing to do. I think every state should have mail-in voting, and I think they should. But because some of it's been slapdash together by God knows who, like some, you know the bureaucrat who's 
unhappy with their job. <laughs> Right. That, okay. that they're just like, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like that. I mean, it's easy to see where the holes are. Like they've made, they've made mistakes. Like, like, you know, obviously like New York, like miss, miss addressed. Oh, like sure. A hundred thousand ballots. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's, but that's why they're barcoded, right? I mean, they're, the, they're in, that's just the kind of thing that happens when you're trying to slap dash something like this. And it's important. It's an important thing. And, but, it's a it's a necessary thing because again we have COVID so yeah. I get it so there's there's obviously the door is wide open for everyone to to bitch about this and it's and it's too bad because that's all anyone's gonna do. Well, that I mean I I can't get online I just can't get I can't wrap my mind around the fact that there's just a large population who doesn't want people to vote celebrates it when you get court victories that are going to ensure that people can't vote it's it's it doesn't make any sense. It certainly doesn't, and it's going to be a really, it's going to be really weird to be an old man forty years from now. Like assuming again that the world hasn't ended, <laughs> um, and remember what this was like. Assuming that we're able to turn the corner on this specific thing. Now you know what, whatever party rule, government rule, that ends up that being stuff the changes, case. Man, that stuff cyclical. It'll yeah, change. That'll it'll change. It'll swing back and forth and back and forth. And and at some point, yeah, you have to experience pain. You have to screw it up in order to make it better. But yes. but it just seems like in a high stakes in what we might consider a high stakes moment to to have systems that are hastily assembled. And, yes. and to not allow states to have self governance over their own voting rights. Yeah. Like but because it's a federal election. Yeah. It's it, all right now. I mean, I think we're we're getting a little far afield on our on our interpretations of the law, but you know what? Whatever, that's not why I brought this up. I brought up because I wanted to share just some funny, just a funny thing, because there's so much discussion about voter cohorts and suburban whites and suburban women and (laughs) no college whites and, and, you know, blacks and Latinos and all these different cohorts of voters. And they're not monoliths, right? Sure. But from a one thing that is monolithic is where you live. You're pretty much urban, suburban or rural. These are only there's only really three options. Right. And so there's a, just a solid guide to determining which one you are. And I just wanted to, uh, to share that with everyone so they could decide who they were talking about. If they, you're not sure, you're on the edge of the suburbs, maybe. You know, maybe you can see a farm, but you're not on one. And there's a bunch of houses nearby you. You might not know. Am I suburban or am yeah, I rural? Yeah, yeah. There are, transition, so here we go. there are transition zones. Yeah. So for rural people, if you stand naked on the front porch and neighbors can't see you, you're rural. If you stand naked on the front porch and the neighbors call the cops on you, you're suburban. Shout out to my neighbors who called the cops on me. If you stand naked on the front porch and the neighbors ignore you, you're urban. <laughs> so now you know when you're watching the news, depending on your level of nudity and the offense of the people around you, where you stand when it comes to your voting cohort. Yeah. So go try I it. I have a really hard time saying cohort. So, for some so everyone should go try it. We, I think we should encourage everyone who listens to the show to just go ahead and get buck naked. <laughs> just go ahead. We'll wait. Get buck naked. And now, and now walk outside and, and just see what happens. Maybe like for five minutes, maybe, yeah, we'll maybe, wait. maybe <laughs> go do it and come back. Maybe, maybe up just, maybe just go to the, to the, maybe get the mail. If you have a mailbox, you know, maybe just go, just get buck naked, go get the mail, and then see, then see what Register happens. as a sex offender for the rest of your life. <laughs> see what happens. My apologies to the suburban folks <laughs> early. Well, that's, uh, 
it's neither here nor there, but it, that's that's the one thing I always freak out about if I have to pee on the golf course. The wrong person sees me, and I'm all of a sudden I'm a sex criminal. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can we talk about this for a second? Sure. So my daughter played in a golf tournament over the weekend. Oh no! <laughs> and so she, so I was walk, I was caddying for her. I was caddying for her, and um, because it's one of those things you can. But she's playing in a in a in a group of three, and. I ignored the first bathroom that I walked past, mm. and then I find myself. We're at White, too old we're, to be doing we're that. At White, I know we're at Whitehorse. Oh God! And so it's, yeah, it's a tough walk. So I'm slogging along, I'm drinking water, and I think, and I get to, and and the the transition from nine to ten doesn't really go past the thing, no, past the clubhouse, not really. So now I got to pee, but. <laughs> but you know we're we're in the midst of you know competition. I can't I can't leave my I can't leave my my golfer. I think at that point you're gonna have to hand her the bag and be like, oh, I gotta go <laughs> well into the woods. So I'm gonna think, <laughs> but it's not just me. It's like it's like th- her. Like I might pee in front of if it's just me and her. I might just grab a tree and pee. But there are obviously two young women who are not related to us. <laughs> you're gonna be on the tee like, uh, all right, Lou, I'm gonna need you to hook one into the right. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 you know, I'm wearing rain pants, so maybe I could just pee. Just, oh no! Walk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, but but thankfully, I mean, I was hurting by the time we got maybe to the 13th hole, 13th or 14th hole. I was like, I was crying. I was like, I have to pee. I'm gonna die. And finally, I see it. I like see it. I was like, okay. And so. Luckily, my daughter like hit like from the middle of the fairway hits her ball onto the green. I was like, "Okay, I'll see you at the next tee. Here's your putter. <laughs> I'll see you. Go ahead, and make make a putt. You don't need me to read this putt. Help you read this putt. Just do your thing." Oh, so you went ahead. Oh, yeah. So I just like I went to the next tee box and then I used the facilities that were in between the green and the tee box. Everything was everything. Uh, you're a better man than I. And am. everything worked out. But I was I was I was I was I was struggling mightily. Well, you might want to check out that prostate-specific antigen <laughs> that we talked about earlier. <laughs> what's the? Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, never. What's the? You know, never. Uh, what? I'm at the age where you know you never you never walk past the bathroom, you never make a yeah. bet with a fart, and uh, you never waste right. never waste a boner. Okay, it's like the, basically that's the that's the, that's basically how old I am. Sounds about right. Yeah, you know that you mentioned the peeing in your own pants, and it just reminded me of a. The thing I wanted to to mention with mask wearing, right? Now, mask wearing, very contentious, Mm -hmm. even though, like, we've shared our opinions. It's, hey, you know, uh, I I didn't want to bring this up into the show because I didn't, it was almost too nuanced, I guess, maybe to talk about in a meaningful way. Sure. But you mentioned the the peeing your pants thing, and it's like, well, that's how masks work, right? Like, if we're all butt naked and one person starts peeing, somebody else is probably going to get pissed on, too. (laughs) Right. Right. But if I'm wearing pants and you're not and you're peeing, well, at least I have pants on. Like I take them off and maybe I'm not wet underneath. (laughs) But if we're both wearing pants, you get to keep all your piss. Right. (laughs) That's the idea behind wearing masks. Now, so that's how close you'd have to be to somebody to get basically infected with coronavirus. So you like a face to face with your masks on, you might actually get it. But the other thing that, you know, and this is because I I think it's too nuanced of a message for the American public. But I, I do wonder if it might have had more success is to say, Masks are going to build immunity because even if you're with somebody who's, who's infected, the viral load might be small enough for you to develop antibodies but not get sick. Right. And that's so important to actually developing herd immunity besides vac- vaccination. Right. 
uh, small viral load is essentially you know what vaccination yeah. boils down to. Get a little, get a little, and have your uh, have your body handle it. If everybody's wearing masks, then we probably could have kept just moving around. Probably. Anyway, I saw a dude the other day. At Don't the, piss on me. I saw, I saw a dude <laughs> the other day at the grocery store actually pull his mask down to sneeze. Mm. <laughs> You know, I did that instinctively the very first month I was wearing a mask. Like, I just was like, well, I'm going to sneeze all over myself. Yes, that's the idea. I was outside, thankfully. Uh, but, like, I was like, yeah, right after I did it, I was like, well, that was dumb. I was like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Jesus. Have you seen the flamethrower video guy? No. So instead of all of these, here's a cloud of, you know, here's what a sneeze looks like. So this man's like, here's how far a sneeze goes. And he's a flamethrower. <laughs> it's like, I just want you to understand. <laughs> Like, it's a deadly virus. Just pretend it's a sneeze is basically fire shooting out of this flamethrower. <laughs> now stand right there. Yeah. And that was the other thing with bubbles, right? Is like, uh, I-, I tweeted this-, this picture a while back about the bubble thing is tough because you really have to know who you're in the bubble with. Um, because it's like HIV. Like, I'm breathing every- with every person you've, re- you've breathed around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, absolutely, you know, back when I just, I equated it to back when we were younger. And it's like, with HIV, you... you- we were warned, right? Like, don't, you can't sleep with people because you're sleeping with everyone they've ever slept with. Right. Right. That was sort of the, the go-to metaphor for people. And, uh, and that's how COVID is only, but breathing. Right. It's like John Carpenter's The Thing. You, you don't know yes. who The Thing is. You don't. Sometimes The Thing doesn't even know they're The Thing. <laughs> that's The Thing. That's The Thing. <laughs> all right. That's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three Pod, where we look outward to help you look inward. If you don't already, please subscribe and review via your favorite podcast provider. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. Get out there and vote. Wear your mask. Be safe. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. We hope. And until then. Peace.